0: This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. Tune in weekly to the Piper Carter Podcast with Piper Carter for a conscious take on music, arts, politics, and fashion. The founder of We Found Hip Hop has a say on what you should know about culture with a balanced conscience. You're listening to the Ask Jennifer Podcast on the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. Welcome, everybody. This is Jennifer Crawford of Ask Jennifer, and you are listening to Ask Jennifer, the podcast, where we discuss everything small business every week, and we'll be hearing from small business experts and some of our most inspiring entrepreneurs. So today, we are talking about why it is great to have a business in Detroit, and we are talking to Vincent McWilliams. Did I say her name right?
1: Yes, she did.
0: (laughs) Vincent McWilliams would kill the hate. So, uh, the reason I ask that, because sometimes I do mess up on people's names and I feel so bad. And there's like people who I talk to like every day and I would just like mess up the name and that's just like so disrespectful. So, I should not be doing that. So, I'm excited to have you here today. Uh, I know that I follow you on Instagram. Uh, I'm always liking your pictures of your T-shirts and, and the messages that you put out.
1: Thank and,
0: you. And uh, you said to me that you've been wanting to do all things Detroit, but I'm just saying we've never had you there, so we definitely have to get you signed up for that. One thing is that we fill up for the T-shirts very, very fast. Um uh, <laughs> Very fast. And a lot of people have kind of like the same, like if there's a Detroit T-shirt, but you have something that's different. You have Kill the Hate where there's a message behind it. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. We're going to talk about your location and why it is great to have a business in Detroit right now. Uh So, okay. kind of tell me a little bit about how you got started, Vince. And do you have like a nickname?
1: Vince. Vince. Uh, can I or, call you
0: Can I call you Vince?
1: You can call me Vince. I call a lot Vince. of people call me Recipe. So Okay,
0: okay. and uh, why do they call you I used you to do music.
1: Okay. So, uh, well, I can't say used to. You still, still do. do. Okay. But, um, yeah, you can call me Vince. So okay, Vince. Whatever you like.
0: See, I feel like Vince is like, if I call you Vincent, I feel like it's so formal. But I feel like here on this podcast, we're just like so laid back. Everybody's getting to know each other. So, like, you can call me Jen if you want to. It's cool. But, uh, Vince, so tell me a little bit about Kill the Hate. Tell me how you got started.
1: Mm, kill the Hate? Well, uh, the reason behind it, I came up with it because... The negativity that was going on in my world, like I lost a brother, I lost my best friend, and I was stuck with that hate, so I was like, how do I get rid of it
0: And how did you how did you lose them
1: um gun violence
0: gun violence okay
1: yeah, so me and one of my friends I was telling them like I don't even know how to function with you know just being mad and we came up with a concept uh, just letting everything go every day it was called die daily hmm And we let everything negative die daily. Okay. But I was like, it's a little too deep for everybody to get <laughs> when you say die daily. I was thinking daily.
0: I was was real, real deep, like die <laughs> daily.
1: Well, yeah, because every day is a new day. Every day is a second chance. hmm So it's either figure out how to fix the problem or deal with it. You know, no reasoning and wasting time. So we came up with that concept, and I was like, what else has to die? hmm
0: It's
1: hate. That's what I had to get rid of in the first place. And I already was experimenting with doing clothes, so it just worked.
0: It just worked. And so how did you come up with Just Kill the Hate? You were just like, Die Daily is a little long, and you started putting these. Did you come up with the name, or did did your friend come up with the name? I
1: came up with the name.
0: You came up with the
1: name. It actually came from a lyric that okay. I said. So when I said it, I was like, hmm, I think I got something. So I came up with a... Drawing the idea, and I connected with one of my friends. Mm-hmm. We put it together to make sure it looked right and
0: so before before you started this, I would say kill the hate it's kind of like a movement like right it's kind of it it's definitely. It, it definitely a movement, something that you stand for because of everything that's going on like in this country right now, not just even with like gun violence, just all the other shenanigans and foolishness that definitely. I will not get into.
1: Uh, I know exactly who you were going to say. <laughs> it, it, it's just
0: it's so much. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah. it's, it's just a lot going on. Uh, and what did you do before you started Kill the Hate? I know you said that you used to work on music. What What other things are in your background? Did you work like a full like nine to five? Where you were punching the clock like us other crazy people before you decided to step into the entrepreneurial world?
1: Yes. Working at Chrysler, full-time, just... Punching the clock in and out.
0: Do you still work at Chrysler now? Still do. Still do? Okay. Mm -hmm. So you do your business like on the side. Well, basically, no.
1: Chrysler on the side. (laughs) Chrysler on the
0: side. Right. Check me because that's wrong. I would definitely so. Okay. Because you know what? We need that day job to fill our dream of doing what it is that we want to do until we get to a place of where we don't have time to do the, the day job anymore and it's like full time. You know, like kill the hay. Is that something that you feel like is in your in your plans in the future?
1: Definitely in my plans. Uh, I just have a certain goal I want to reach, mm-hmm. and if I can reach that goal, I think I'll be able to step away from Chrysler. Step complete. away
0: Step away from Chrysler completely. Can you think about it though? Like uh, back in the day. When like our parents like worked at Chrysler, when people grew up, like all they wanted to do was like get a job at the plant. Like that was like the thing. Like, well, I'm gonna get me. I get older, and I get a job at the plant, and I work like 30 years. That is no longer happening. No, that is not what people aspire to do these days. It's just not going down. I didn't think
1: I was gonna be there (laughs) a year. I was like, yeah, this is for right now, for this moment. I don't like this job, Mm -hmm. so I've always planned on leaving.
0: How long have you how long have you been there? 7 years. 7 years. So what you thought would be a year <laughs> has turned into 7 years, but now you have this amazing brand with a very strong strong message uh about killing the hate and you like any person you start your business on the experience that you have. Like you lost, you know, close ones to you and it just made you come up with this concept uh of kill the hate and like just let's talk about that a little bit, because it's very, very strong. You've had, you've lost close ones to gun violence. Um, do you still have like friends and family? You would say that's still like out there in the streets or out there that's still dealing with it that you worry about or that you try to like talk to them about like how serious this is. This is.
1: I always talk to them, and uh, yes, I do. Got friends and family. Um, I know people that still suffer from gun violence
0: mm-hmm.
1: all the time. I had a cousin that just passed because of gun violence and talking to them to get people to understand where we have to stop somewhere, mm-hmm. especially as a community, like it's crazy here. So you have to find a different way to handle your problems. I do a mentor program too. So okay. where's ment-
0: your, What's the name of the mentor program? Kill the hate. Kill the hate. Okay. <laughs> okay. And so do you um, talk to young boys, young children? Uh, tell uh, us a little bit about it.
1: Young boys and young girls. Um, I have mixed group from I think it's from eight to eighteen, but I still end up mentoring them after they go to college and everything. They still call me. They still got issues.
0: <laughs> still talking. <laughs> you still coaching them through, it and that's that's what's important. Well, so how how do you manage? Uh, so do you have children? No, no children. Are you married? Divorce. Divorce. Okay, I was going to say, how do you manage? You know, like a role of father, husband, just being able to manage your business as a small business owner.
1: Um, That's tough. That's tough. It's very, very tough. I don't know how some people do it. I think you have to find the right person that can understand what you're doing and believe in your dream. And then it could work.
0: It can work. That's true. I definitely believe that that's true. So are you born and raised? In
1: Detroit?
0: Born and raised here. East, side, yes, east side? side? Hey, east side. High five on that one. So I was born and raised in Detroit on the east side. Hey. Uh, I was actually raised on a Beneteau between Charlevoix and Verner, like not too far from the okay. Chrysler plant. Before it was the Chrysler plant, though, which I always tell everybody, like, I was there before that was there. That is nothing. <laughs> I, and people be like, are you dating yourself? Like, you know, like, I don't care about that. I'm just telling like, people, like, oh, by the Chrysler plant, like... We were there before the Chrysler plant was there. Okay. But, yes, definitely from the east side of Detroit. And it's like, why Detroit and, like, why right now? It's like so many different things happening in the city. So I host an event, All Things Detroit. For people who don't know, All Things Detroit is an event that I host three times a year at the Eastern Eastern Market to support small business where we get about 14,000 customers in a day. And so here we are, born and raised in Detroit. But why have our business in Detroit, besides the fact that we have the love and that we, we want to be here, there's so many changes that are going on. You know how people talk about, like, gentrification and, like, this and that and all these different changes. But why have your business in Detroit right now?
1: Um, Detroit is going through a different stage. It's changing. And me personally, I want to be a part of the change. So if I can be a part of it in a positive light, it's perfect. Plus, it's money coming into Detroit. Mm-hmm. You'd be crazy not to see this money <laughs> that's coming into Detroit. So it just it works hand in hand. And plus, it's where I'm from. It's the love for the city. So
0: Anyone who's from Detroit is just like, we are happy to be from Detroit. Even if it's like, they say, oh, Detroit is like the number one like violent city. We're just, if someone says, are you from Detroit? We're like, yes, we are. Like, you're, you're proud to be from Detroit. Anybody from Detroit is proud to be from here.
1: You know what's crazy? I removed myself from all of the craziness, and I don't see it the same way as other people. So if I'm not hanging around those people in the streets and I'm not hanging in those places no more, the way I see Detroit is different than the way somebody else would view it. It's not crazy to me. Yeah. Like... and. You know, on the east side, we show a lot of love. So. We
0: we show love regardless, of course. But, right. you know, I feel for me, it's like I didn't necessarily plan to have my business in Detroit and call it All Things Detroit. It just kind of, like, happened that way. But you are located in, like, one of the most, uh, you know, a, a great building. Like, it has historical. a lot of a historical building here in Detroit. So um, do you feel... Do you feel that you have, like, a more urban brand, or do you feel like it's kind of versatile? Like, it doesn't matter. Um, Do you feel like it's an urban brand?
1: I was going to say it's an urban brand, but as I'm getting older, I'm changing. You're changing. So, I change my style. I change everything. So, it goes from t-shirts to I'm starting to do blazers. So, it's just, it can be versatile. But it still has that urban flavor.
0: Yeah. And, but, you know, what I think about it, too, but it having that urban flavor, you're still in, like, one of the historical buildings in Detroit where people would think that there would be a different, you know, demographic of people that flow through there. Like, you know what? Do, do you kind of get what I'm saying or no?
1: Oh, oh okay. I definitely get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, so it is think- a different demographic. It, it, oh, I'm sorry, I cut you off. No,
0: no, 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 you're you're fine. I feel feel like in that building because I used to work in the New Center One building that was next to it many years ago. Uh, I just feel like the demographic of like the customer base that base that's in that area is I would think it was a little it is a little different than from like your demographic, but from looking at your base, your customer base, and the people who are purchasing and like who are involved in the brand. It's just a variety of different people. And I think that that's great. I'm not, I'm saying that that's a good thing. Oh, I'm saying that definitely. people are like labeling it. Cause, like, one thing was with, with all things you trade, I wanted it to be very diverse. I feel like diversity in any type of brand is important. Definitely. And I feel like when I see your brand in the beginning, if you think like kill the hate, and I see, you know, like people pose and stuff, I'm like, oh, okay, it's it's more of an urban brand. But when I see the pictures that you post of the variety of the different people that are actually involved in it, I'm like, no, this is like very diverse and people are really like not looking at it as that and they're just looking at kill the hate. They're looking at the message behind it because it can be anybody because not just black people are dealing with gun violence. There's everybody. You know what I mean?
1: Well, uh, the brand is for all types of hate. So I have some really interesting conversations. Like I talk with a lot of people Mm -hmm. every day. So we have really good talks and it's good to hear it from every type of culture, every age, men and women, different sexes, all of it. It's good to hear that dialogue between people and to see the different people come in. And I don't know, I'm used to seeing a difference in people when they see the brand. Mm -hmm. So somebody can look at me one way and then they'll read the shirt. They look at me a different way. So, I noticed then, like, you can really kind of impact different people from anywhere. It's kind of take down their defenses.
0: Mm -hmm. So, where do you want to go with Kill the Hate? This movement that you've created, uh, Mm -hmm. just like you said, like, just like you said, there's different, uh, it's not just about like gun violence and that type of hate, it's just about, because, I could definitely should have wore that shirt when I was working at my last uh, place of employment. <laughs> I would have liked to wear it as like a billboard walking down there. And as soon as like the lady started talking to me, I would like to have shown it to her like, hey, read my shirt. Because it was a whole lot of hating going on in that place. <laughs> people wear their shirts that
1: way too. I have tons of people that come to buy their shirts just to wear it to work just because people hate on them. Oh, Um, but the question again was you were asking me I
0: was just saying, like what's what's next for this movement that oh, you've created what you've created because you have it mm. on a t-shirt you have this brand that you're building you have this very very strong message so with that being said like what are you besides the t-shirt what are you planning to do with that strong message you say that you have like a mentorship program like what are you just kind of like building up on
1: uh i I'm planning on building up on a kill the hate day Mm-hmm. So that's my big plan to get a day of peace. I want a day of peace I through like my it. whole city. I like it. So if they can give me twenty four hours, I'll be happy. So that's twenty four like,
0: hours of peace in the city of Detroit.
1: Yeah, I think
0: we can make it happen.
1: Definitely think we can make <laughs> it happen. And I think small little impacts like that will make a difference. I mean, my big goal is just to make a difference first in my city, but it's definitely to take it outside of the city too.
0: And I think that that is a good go because it is like we're talking about why have a business in Detroit like right now. It's hot. It's what's going on. People are definitely excited about Detroit and everything. But I do feel like I tell the small businesses that I work with, it's like it's important to think about the future because just like any new pair of jeans, like something can get played out. Eventually, definitely. the talk of Detroit will get kind of like died down a bit. We'll still be talking about it because we're here and we love it, but at the same time, the excitement for it can die down. So what's the next plan? And I feel like being in other cities because that's definitely important because your message is universal. It can go anywhere. It's that's not true. just about uh it's not just about Detroit. So what would you say some of the challenges are? Like with the brand, like what are some of the things that you kind of just were like, "Okay. Here I go with this. Here we oh. go." <laughs>
1: Friends, family. <laughs> uh,
0: friend, friends and family are not the most supportive when it comes to a business. In my experience, uh, I haven't had a lot of family and friends. Well, I've had a lot of friends support, not a lot of family support.
1: Well, I have good family support,
0: mm-hmm.
1: part of my family, but you know, you know how that goes. So many people in your family support you, so many people won't. Yes. But I have a pretty good family. They they show a lot of love.
0: Show a lot of and love. And they're
1: all entrepreneurs, too. So. so
0: do they buy your shirts, or do they expect you to give them shirts?
1: My family buys them. Okay. My friends expect me to give them to them.
0: Okay, and mine is the complete opposite. My family wants to, uh, wants me to give them to them, but my friends will pay for them.
1: Oh, my friends will not pay a dollar. Really? That, let me wear your shirt. You know, if I wear it, yes. everybody gonna yes. want it. And That's
0: what my father. My father said that to me. He says, "Uh, I could be a billboard for this." And I'm thinking, like, he's yeah. not, go, but he doesn't go anywhere. That's what I'm saying.
1: And they say that to me all the time. I can be a billboard. You know, I do this, I do that. Everybody like me. That's cool. That doesn't do anything for my business. No, I still have bills. I still have to take care of my business. I still have to get more stock. I have tons of things I have to do. Yes. And people that depend on me. So I don't know. People people are interested. But those are some of the biggest challenges. Um, keeping up with stock sometimes is a challenge. Because mm-hmm. I kind of don't know what people are going to like. So sometimes I'm experimenting with shirts. Okay. And if I make something and I only make like 20 to 30 of them and then they're gone,
0: and yeah, and then you get yeah. them again, and then sometimes they move a little slower. Exactly. Yeah, I so, think that's a problem that most businesses have because it's like when it's hot, it's hot. Like if you order ten, those ten will go, and then you're like, man, I should have ordered more. Then you get more, and people are just like, huh, like I'm not.
1: Well, yeah, I had one shirt, and I think I made like a hundred of them, and they were all gone immediately. I had them in my store. I think I had him at 313.
0: 313 on Jefferson, right? Mm-hmm. They're actually opening up in the Avenue of Fashion too, right? Yes, they are. Okay, that's awesome.
1: Good people. Really yeah, good you people.
0: know I've never actually met him in person. Um uh, He's a
1: great guy.
0: I haven't listen, I haven't met a lot of people, have I? This is our actual <laughs> first time meeting in person.
1: Well, it's a I say it's a great community of entrepreneurs here.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: So like um with him uh fame, this is his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, famous his name. Mm -hmm. And then um, Love Life Swagger or Live Life Swagger.
0: They are downtown. I I passed them. uh, Great guy. On my way. uh,
1: Great guy, good friend. mm -hmm. Like, I consider all them friends and they're all really helping,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: like in guiding and talking. We all go through some of the same stuff.
0: We all do. We do. And I am definitely one, as you know. To pro- promote small business and create platforms for small business, but I feel like it's important for us to have that uh, connection with other small business owners. To kind con- because family doesn't understand like when you have anxiety or you're stressed out or you have to get this or you have events coming up. Like it's just things that they don't understand or even like your other people that just don't get it if you're not an entrepreneur.
1: Yeah, it's hard for other people to understand what you go through. It is. Oh, uh, I've had to paint redoing your store and people want you to do things for them and go play. Can't do it.
0: Or when you don't have time and they're just like, well, you got time to do everything else, but come to what it is I need to come to, like that type of thing.
1: It's not my fault. It's not.
0: It's not. It's definitely not at all. So tell us a little bit about being in the Fisher building. Like, How did that come about?
1: Ah, Everard Finley. Good great, friend. Great guy. Great guy. Um, And Dietrich. The president of um,
0: the platform. The platform, mm-hmm.
1: and I'm a great guy too. Great
0: guys. And I think all three of them, uh, and Peter Cummings. I think they're all yeah. very down to earth people. I think that Everett is most of all down to earth. In talking and chatting with him, I was just like, "This is a yeah. cool guy."
1: He's a real cool guy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a funny story, right? When I tell people how I got in the Fisher, I'll be like, "It's God." Mm-hmm. They would be like, "How is it God?" Well. I was sitting in church. The pastor preached about me mm-hmm. and me walking in my power, me following my dreams and my goals, and just talking about everything I'm doing. And Everard happened to visit my church that day.
0: Oh wow! What church do you go to?
1: Church of Messiah on the East Side, Grand okay. Boulevard in Lafayette.
0: Oh, not too far from my house. I live in Lafayette Park, so I thought said not too.
1: Oh yeah, that's not too far. <laughs> so yeah, he walked in him and Dietrich. Mm-hmm. So they listening to him preach. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we want to meet him. I blew him off because I'm doing my mentor program. Uh-huh. And my kids don't like me to leave. Okay. So he came, pulled me out of there, and interviewed me on the spot. And then I um, think about a year later, that's when the video was up in the Fisher. And then okay. they had my picture in there.
0: Yeah, we were. I think we were there at the same time. Yeah. We had so to be.
1: Then I was like, I want to be in here. So we worked on it since then. Like, it's been a long, hard road to work on that.
0: I'm but. sure. Because, you know, when you think about it, when you you start, you do online and you do, you know, you do pop-ups, of different pop-ups and stuff like that. So to be in, like, the Fisher Building when there's, like, concerts going on, I know that there's the Makers Underground down there. I know mm-hmm. Paisley Paper Company is in there. Uh, I know pot in a box and stuff like that is in there. But mm-hmm. some of the smaller businesses like Paisley Paper Company, I know, you know, like know her as well. Uh Andrea, she's so awesome. Uh and so I'm just really proud of you. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, congratulations. I feel like we have to uh, uplift each other. It's important to like learn more about the businesses and the businesses within Detroit and why we are here and why we do business in this city. And I feel like uh, when we are born and raised here, it's just something that we can just give it that other people can't. Like, we have a, a connection. like, And it's not just like, oh, an emotional connection. We have an emotional connection to, like, the city and, like, being here. And I think it's cool. Do you think that business would be easier if you were not a black man?
1: Why you ask me that question? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. I do, I do, I do. Because, uh-huh.
0: do, 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 yeah, do you feel that if you created, I'm gonna let you speak on that first and then I'll go into my next question.
1: So, um, yeah, if I wasn't black, it would probably be easier. A lot of doors will open differently. Um, the way people react sometimes, like even in the Fisher. Mm-hmm. I, well,
0: I mean, most, yeah, in the Fisher, hello, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: I've heard people, and you'll hear them talking outside the door, like, oh, my God, I love Kill the Hate. That's so nice. And then they walk in the door, and they see me, and turn right back around.
0: I've experienced
1: and that. That's
0: a... Uh, I've experienced that with all things Detroit.
1: Yeah, that's kind of a... It's real hurtful feeling sometimes, but kind of grown numb to it. It happens.
0: hmm But, yeah. Because you grow numb to it. Because you know what... At, at this point of where I am right now, I I look at it like I, I still have that happen for me because I feel like would business be easier if I were not a black woman? Would it be as hard as it was constantly trying to have to prove myself and doing these things? It would definitely be easier. And now when I look at these people that like look and, and, and as far as I've come in my business, if you do not like something that I'm doing, if you have an issue with my business, or with me as this black woman, something is wrong with you. Something is wrong with you. True. And then I also don't wait on opportunity I created. And not only for myself, but I want to create it for other uh, entrepreneurs and not just, not just black businesses or not just women businesses. It's just for people who just don't have the chance. Because this world is hard. This yes. business is hard. Everything is hard. And who do we go to? Who do we talk to? Who do we trust? Well, what platforms are out there for us, you know? And what so,
1: I'll say, and I don't even mean to cut you off. No, I wouldn't no, this
0: it, is general conversation. You're I fine. wouldn't
1: have it any other way, though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have it any other be way either. Any other race, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't even want it easier, because it, if it was easier, I wouldn't know how to deal with things the way I deal with them now. Mm-hmm. Like it builds character. Yes. And I definitely, I love what I do. I love everything I've been through, the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. I guess that's a part of kill the hate because and, it just happens and it's cool.
0: And how much closer are you to having um, to working for yourself full time? How long do you think that you have to go?
1: Mm. Hmm. Well, I kind of want to get my ten year at Chrysler so I can retire. <laughs> okay. Early.
0: So you got but, you got about at least three years to go, right? Yeah,
1: because. I look at benefits. Mm-hmm. Benefits is key to me. So mm-hmm. that's how I look at it. Like, if I can retire and I know later on I'll ha- still have benefits. Because I know I can do it on my own. Mm-hmm. Like, I was laid off for a year. And doing Kill the Hate on my own showed me a whole lot. Don't need Chrysler. I could walk away. But those benefits. Benefits.
0: And I like the fact that you are, are are planning, like you're making it say like, hey, I can retire after 10 years. I still have my benefits because a lot of entrepreneurs or just people, there's no plan. There's no plan. There's no, I didn't have a plan. I did everything like probably the wrong way. <laughs> like, you know. It's learning experience. It, it, it so. is. Like I quit with $1,500 and I had, that's it. That's all I had. I didn't have a savings. I didn't have unemployment. I didn't have anything. My goal was to like live in my car or make it work. And it just became more important to me than food, than cable, than all these unnecessary things because you have a passion that you want to do something and that you love to do it. And so I get that vibe from you too in the same way. But the great thing about it is is that you have like a job that you can like tolerate and like work and and get it done.
1: I can't really tolerate
0: it. (laughs) You can't really tolerate it? Oh
1: no, I can't really tolerate it. I'm not, I don't know, I'm not one of those people. Okay. I'm... I'm a person like you. I'm not built for the nine to five. Yeah. I'm but I, to... I
0: used to believe that I was. I used to believe that I was built for the nine to five. That I just, you know, needed more money. And I just needed to show that, like, I could do this and I could do that. And, this. and I was, I eventually just kind of realized, like, I'm just never satisfied in any position that I'm in. And I got really, really bored really fast. Like, it wasn't, like, very challenging for me. Like, I would work and I would just, like, be like, okay, I'm kind of bored. Yeah. Like, what's next? What's next? What's next? And then when you're an entrepreneur, it's always something. You know, it's always something every day. Every day. Every day.
1: Every day is something, and it's something new to learn. It's something, some new challenge, some new bill.
0: It's a new bill for sure. I mean, Uh, money.
1: And a new type of customer.
0: (laughs) Dealing with people, I, I wouldn't say it's the hardest thing, but... You definitely cannot be straight east side when you're dealing with customers. Because no. I, I tell you, sometimes I'll be wanting to be like, uh But then I'm like, no, no problem. Thank you so much. And they're like, I hate you. And I'm like, but we <laughs> love you. Come back. We hope to see you next time.
1: Exactly. Exactly. It's funny. How, and we
0: really hope to see them next time. We just want them to be a little bit happier.
1: Oh, uh, definitely. But I get some customers that come back every week and buy nothing. they every just. Week. It's almost like they harass me.
0: Maybe they just want to come see your smiling face.
1: Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, they come and mess with me every
0: week. Well, I'm going to definitely have to come in and purchase me a Kill the Hate t-shirt.
1: Well, I actually brought you a Kill the Hate t-shirt, but I didn't get your size, so I don't know.
0: You you didn't look at my picture on Facebook and see that I was a size small? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding with you.
1: No, I don't. I don't
0: know. I might have this. side. I, no, no, no. It's a, we'll we'll definitely get to that. But I just but, definitely want to make sure that you're bringing me a shirt, but I definitely want to come and actually purchase another one and actually come out and support you. Um, I try to get out to as many businesses as I can, like, to go out and support when I'm not, like, a crazy lady. But the greatest time for me is, uh, you know, after, like, All Things Detroit events and things like that. Uh, and then also, too, we have the uh, Ask Jennifer Curated Small Business Directory Uh, Mm -hmm. where we're listing small businesses on the actual site. We get thousands of hits to our website a month, thousands and thousands of hits. People are looking for small businesses. They're emailing me asking for t-shirt companies, food trucks. So I I started the small business uh, curated directory. I actually launched that back in July. And okay. so, actually so August.
1: I need to get on there.
0: Yes, we definitely have to have you uh, on there. And for people who are listening, you know, if you are looking for great gifts for the holidays, you should definitely go to AskJennifer.com and look at the Ask Jennifer Curated Directory so that you can see hundreds of small businesses with everything you need for the holidays to decor, clothing, everything. And we'll definitely get Kill the Hate on there uh, sometime soon, uh, very soon.
1: Very soon.
0: Uh, And then also, do you have a website?
1: Yes, killthehate.com. Okay.
0: Killthehate.com. All right. So do you do buttons and- um...
1: Buttons and wristbands and chains. Uh, What else do I do? Candles. Oh,
0: you do chains too? Mm-hmm. Look at that. I like it. Oh, yes. I have chains.
1: What else do I have? I have hats. Uh, you got killed Socks. Her?
0: Kill that you have beanies too,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. see, I am a girl who loves a good beanie. When I when it's cold outside, and I'm you know if you having a bad hair day just a little bit, you can comb those hair down on the side and throw a cute little beanie on and and be all set. So I'm obsessed with beanies. I think when I went to New York, I uh I had bought like five of these, like I don't know, or a couple of these like three dollar beanies that I like loved and lost every last one of them. Yeah, don't ask me how. I'm just...
1: That's life. And <laughs> entrepreneurs, we lose everything.
0: Uh, yes, and and sticky notes. That's one thing. But I did just buy a Paisley Paper Company Unplanned Planner, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping to get my life planned out for 2019 and not have a ton of uh, sticky notes. But I wanted to ask you one last question. I wanted to ask you what advice would you give to a small business owner that is looking to open a business in Detroit right now?
1: Mm, Be prepared for the hard times.
0: Prepare for the hard times.
1: Don't give up.
0: Don't give up.
1: Because hard times are going to come. Continue to push through it. Because you will see the victory at the end. You always will. You have bad days. You have bad months. But the next month will be something mind-blowing. And... um. Get a planner.
0: Get a planner. Do you have a planner? Yes. Do you write everything down?
1: No, I don't write everything down. I have a pocket full of sticky notes right now. <laughs> I'm not lying. I'm dead serious.
0: And you know what, but, Vince? I'm looking at you and I'm just like, this is just like hardcore. I'm just like, look at this sharp businessman. Like you, I'm look at you. When I first, like, when you first came in, you know, like, I was just thinking like, Vince is a little hardcore. I was a little, not intimidated, but I'm like- <laughs> I just messing with
1: you. I'm hardcore. You know but, what? I've gotten that sometime. Really? Yeah. You're but just a
0: teddy bear. You're not hardcore. As
1: soon as people meet me, they know I'm pretty silly. Like
0: Yeah. I I have to talk to Bridget. I have to I'm gonna text her and be like, hey, like I have Vince on the show. because uh, I, I haven't talked to her today, um, because we share the same office together. So shout out Bridget with was it B Jacqueline now?
1: Be Jacqueline. It's not yeah. B. Jewel.
0: Uh-huh. Negative.
1: Negative. See, so you okay. haven't talked to
0: Bridget in a while because she's changed her whole business name. You know what? I still
1: follow her. I didn't even pay attention to <laughs> she it. She changed. I... She
0: changed it. And she changed it a few uh, a few months ago?
1: She told me she was going to change it though. So she
0: did. So so, what do you have going on this holiday season? Tell us a little bit going on about that. Do you have like events coming up? Do you have like shirt new additions to your shirt line? What what do you have going on for the holiday oh, season?
1: For the holiday season, um, man. We have so many different events that we're going to be doing, and we have in-store uh, performances that we're about to start doing. So I'm going to be using different artists from Detroit, mm-hmm. bringing them in. We're going to shoot a video for them while they're there, and it's going to be really unique. But like, what
0: type of, like like a music video? Like what type of video? Uh,
1: it's almost, um, it'll be a music video. It's just going to be different. Okay. So... I got some really good ideas for it. I don't want to spill the beans.
0: Oh, so. oh, okay. So we'll have to stay tuned and get all the details on that. So what events are you doing for the holidays?
1: Um, hmm. Noel I know night. we have a, a Noel night, of mm-hmm. course. I'll be at Noel night. And um, I have some events down in my space. Okay. So we're going to be doing a, a couple different events during that time.
0: Are they doing the... Um I think Everett was talking about the makers. It was something he was trying to put together down, or I guess where they have like a variety of different vendors and stuff down. Yes. Kind of fishy, we're but.
1: uh gonna we're supposed to be setting up for the whole hallway to be filled up with mm-hmm. vendors. But we're supposed to be talking to you about that. Oh so.
0: okay. Did he say that? Yes. Oh, like we're gonna talk to Jennifer about that. I think that'll be cool. Definitely something great to do for the holidays too. I think that there's a lot of businesses that do not have like brick and mortars, and I feel like for the holidays, just tackling that and making that like a fun, a fun time. Because small businesses, small business events is my thing. I love to do it. I love to do it. um, It does have like the ups and downs of event planning for sure. I Um, know that. But. Thank you so much for uh, for being here today. And Thank you for having me. Yeah, and I'm so glad that I finally got a chance to meet you like in person, uh, seeing the name with the face. Uh, and just kind of tell us um, where we can find you online, like your website, and where your store is located.
1: Okay, well, um, Kill the Hate everything. So www.killthehate.com, Kill the Hate on Facebook, Kill the Hate on Instagram. Um, you can also find me inside of the Fisher Building, on the, um, in C9, Suite C9. And Kill where the is the
0: Fisher Building located for those who uh, are listening who don't know where the Fisher Building the is Fisher located? The Fisher
1: Building is located on West Grand Boulevard. Um, it's two blocks from Woodward.
0: All right. And, and I can't
1: remember the address off the top of my head. I'm terrible. I know. You
0: just say, oh man, I'm in the Fisher Building. That's what it is.
1: Yeah, because most people know the Fisher <laughs> Building is historical. We may
0: have some listeners that do not know where the Fisher Building is, but it is definitely, uh, it is by Henry, not too far from Henry Ford Hospital.
1: Not too far from Henry Ford it's Hospital. Um so. Man, it's, yeah, it's two blocks off of Woodward <laughs>
0: oh
1: on West God. Grand Boulevard. <laughs>
0: Well, and then they can find you online, Kill the Hay. You can get you a Kill the Hay chain. You can get you a Kill the Hay t-shirt, sweatshirt, hoodie, stock up for the holidays. Thank you so much, Vince, for um, being here. I hope you'll come back. We'll talk about something else. We had an episode where we talked about uh, dating and small business, and um, we did not have a male point of view on that episode. Should have called me. I know. We should have. And uh, we'll have to have you back because this was fun, and I'm uh, definitely looking forward to working with you and Everett on anything that you have going over in the in the Fisher Building. Uh, so thank you for being here. And, again, thank you guys for listening. This is Ask Jennifer, the podcast. I am Jennifer Crawford. You can definitely follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Jennifer. That's J-E-N-N-Y-F-E-R. And thank you guys for listening, uh, and we will talk to you next time. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network.